Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Diana Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Radio Network. Welcome everyone to the podcast with me, Diana Bartolini. Uh, we have had some technical issues and I haven't been able to get the intro to match the actual podcast. So we're going to just have me do the intro until I can get all that figured out um, so that you don't have to worry about your volume. So that's that. Um, what are we talking about? It's January. We're talking about spiritual makeover. Just the idea of what is it? What is it that's going on in our life that we need to tweak, that we need to change, that needs a little just a bit of an adjustment? So the first week we I talked about how God sees us and calls us to really enter into relationship with him so that he can help us become the people he created us to be. In the last episode, I talked about Jesus and how he really calls us not only for that internal change, but also the external signs of that internal conversion. We talked about some gospel stories, the woman at the well and the paralytic. So today I've chosen a, a blessed that we're going to talk about, uh, blessed Pierre Toussaint. And the reason why I chose him was for, for two reasons. One, slightly whimsical, which is that he was a hairdresser. And so I thought that kind of went well with the idea of makeovers, right? Because oftentimes when we want to change our look, we change our hair. Um, so I chose him for that reason. But really, I chose him because ultimately, he led an exemplary life of charity in very, very difficult circumstances, in a very, very difficult time of the world. And I think he is an unbelievably wonderful example to all of us that though our life may not be perfect and we may have many obstacles against us that are not in our control, we still can rise above that and be on the way to becoming a saint, which is what he is. So who is this man that I'm talking about? Lots of interesting facts about him. And I'm going to share a couple of those with you. Uh, first, he was born in 1766 in St. Dominique, which at that time uh, was a French colony of the place we now know as Haiti. And so he was born there and he was a slave. He was a slave in a large plantation and he worked inside the house. And interestingly enough, the family thought very well of him in as much as they allowed him to learn and be tutored with, along with the, uh, the rest of the family. And so he was an educated man. And after a time, um, there was a lot of political unrest during the French Revolution. And in 1787, he moved to New York City with uh, the wife of his owner and other family members and his sister as well. And so he moved to New York City and the decision was made that Pierre was going to become a hairdresser. And so he became a hairdresser and 
if you look at pictures of the time back then of what women's hair was like, natural was not one of the words you would use. Not at all. Very uh, highly, you know, piled high, curls, ringlets, all this crazy stuff. And he was a great hairdresser. And as anyone who is a hairdresser would tell you, a lot of what you do while you're fixing people's hair is listen. And he was an excellent listener. And he listened to people. And when they asked, he would give them his, his opinion about what they should do and what they could do. And always he tried to show them the way of truth from the Catholic Church, from the faith. And so then when people would try sometimes to get some tidbits of little gossip from him, from people whose hair he had done, he would always say no, that he had nothing to say. And so the women knew that not only was he willing to listen to them and offer advice and prayers, but he also would keep their confidences. And so he was able in this time uh, to keep all the money that he earned, which is very rare for a slave to be able to keep the money he earned, but he did, which was very good because the, his family fell on very hard times and he took care of them. The, his master died and his, uh, the mistress was left uh, a widow and he took care of her until her death. And it was not until her death that he was made a free man. So once he was made a free man, he had enough money to buy his sister's freedom and also to buy the freedom of a woman he loved, Juliet. And so he did that. He married Juliet. His sister also married. Sadly, his sister died of tuberculosis. And after his sister died, Pierre and his wife, Juliet, adopted her daughter because the father had deserted them. So he did, they adopted their daughter, his daughter, her daughter, excuse me, um, and really turned their life. They worked, Pierre continued as a hairdresser, but they also led a tremendous life of charity. While being persecuted, persecuted for being a freed slave, persecuted for being Catholic, and it made no difference. He was an, a daily mass attender for over 60 years. He attended the same church as St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. And he helped Elizabeth Ann Seton with her orphanages and schools and giving her financial support. The couple themselves took in many children, orphans, people who were in need, helped people find jobs, just in general, lived a life of exemplary charity, of prayer, of faithfulness, and just unbelievable service to others, and always compassionate, always compassionate. One of the things that, that struck me, um, well, there were many things that struck me. I mean, first of all, here was a, a man who could have been very bitter at being a slave. He could have been, beer, been very bitter about the fact that he was not freed until his mistress died. And, you know, it took all of those years. He was 41. So from birth until 41, he lived as a slave. But he still supported the woman who was in charge of his life. 
the same way someone would support anyone else in their own family. And he did this out of love and compassion and a belief that that is what we are called to do with the people around us that God has put in our lives. So his faith really, really gave a focus to his life, an unbelievable focus to his life. So when he died, he, he had helped build, not physically helped, his, he gave financial support to help build the original St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City, which at that time, I believe, was on Mulberry Street. And so he was buried there in the cemetery. And in 1990, Cardinal O'Connor had his body transferred to St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City, the new one. And he's the only lay person buried in that cathedral. Everyone else who's buried there are bishops and cardinals and archbishops. And so he is buried with all of those other great men because of the exemplary life that he lived. Uh, so how is he a venerable, right? So how, how did that happen? How is he not a, a saint yet? Um, so here's the way it kind of works very briefly. What happens is when, when you die, people will look at your life and say, okay, was this one of heroic virtue, a holy life? And if so, then, you know, what happens with that, right? So someone has to like, open up your cause for canonization. And in 1968, Cardinal Cook of New York City, the Archdiocese of New York, opened up his cause for canonization. And in 1991, uh, after all those years, he was declared a servant of God. And after that, he was made a venerable in 1996 by St. John Paul II, who was then our Pope. Um, venerable means that you have lived a holy and virtuous life. And so then after venerable, during this time period, people can be asking for your intercession. And if a miracle is attributed to you, you will be beatified and you become a blessed. And then after, after one more miracle, you are canonized and you are a saint. And so if you find yourself facing obstacles that really are beyond your control, I think looking toward the intercession of Venerable Pierre Toussaint would be a great thing to do because he is going to know better than others what it means to, to live a life as a firm Catholic, moving forward daily to doing what God asks you to do and what is in front of you, helping the people in front of you without really complaining, without questioning, but just that constant life of prayer, dedication, faith, and service to others. That is really what he shows us. And so yes, he was a wonderful hairdresser, but that's not the takeaway. The takeaway is how do we live a life that we're called to live when there are obstacles in front of us? And how do we do it maintaining a good heart and a, and a good attitude that people want to be around you and still want to spend time with you so that you don't bear your burdens in such a way that you become 
unattractive in internally, right? I don't mean externally, but sort of that the kind of person, you know, like a whiny person that no one wants to hang around, right? We want to avoid that even in the face of our obstacles and really looking at what good can you do with whatever is going on in your life. And if the only good you can do is to be kind to the people around you, that's not an only good, that's a great good. So think of small things and do them well. And then I think we're going to be emulating Pierre Toussaint in that way. For our Not Lukewarm Challenge, because Pierre Toussaint was such a charitable man and his wife was also so full of charity, I want you to consider this week a charity that you can help, whether it be through a financial donation, whether it be through cleaning up your stuff and donating it, whether it be through prayer, whether it be through maybe talking with other people about a great, the great work the organization does, whatever it is, find a charity that you would like to offer help to and offer help to them, to that charity in whatever way you can at this moment in your life. And that will be your not lukewarm challenge to be charitable and to be of service in some way to others. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to our next time together where we'll be continuing our topic of spiritual makeovers. And again, this is a production. I hope to see you all again next week. And until then, God bless you and live not lukewarm. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.